A quick reminder, the hosts of this show are employees of Mach 1 Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only and nothing said on the show should be taken as investment advice. Employees and clients of Mach 1 Financial Group may maintain positions in the securities or strategies discussed. Hello and welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment, where we provide financial information on topics such as investing, insurance, financial planning, and everything related to your money. This is Mike Frost, and today on the podcast, we're going to back up and do a review of an earlier podcast. So this is podcast number 36. We're going to go back and talk about episode number 31, goal setting, and and how important it is to go back and check the progress on your goals. Before we get into that, we got on the podcast today with us, Matt, our vice president, Matt, and we also have, of course, our producer extraordinaire and marketing director, Natalie. How you two doing this morning? I'm great. Doing wonderful. They're both doing great, wonderful. They're really ready to get after this podcast. Okay, folks. So here, it's it's great for us to set our goals. You know, here we are, first part of February. We're early in 2021. A lot of us made goals or resolutions to start the new year. But what have we done with them since then? So that's kind of how we're going to break that down. And the reason we do this is... In our practice here, we meet with our clients and we set plans, but we also ask them to come in about every three months just to review our progress. Because if we just set a plan and put it in the drawer and never revisit it, we never know if we're on track or not. So that's kind of what we're going to talk today about. So Matt, any thoughts before we get cranked up here on this uh, revisit of episode 31? Yeah, I feel like you're just, this is directly um, pointed towards me because I've... (laughs) I don't feel like I'm on the best trajectory in terms of hitting all my 2021 goals. So this will be good. It'll be good to review. Well, I would I would defer over here to Natalie. Natalie, how are you doing on your 2021 goals? Actually, I have quite a few and I have them in different categories. I feel like we're doing good, but then again, we're only one month in. And you don't know if you're hitting them or not unless you revisit them because that's what we're going to talk about today. Matt, you mentioned on our, our podcast about goal setting, about a Harvard study. And I just want to revisit the numbers on that. And this Harvard study was done, I believe it was in 1986. Uh, I'm sorry, 1979, just missed it a few years. And it said that 84% of that class set zero goals. 84% of a Harvard class set no goals. That's just hard for me to believe. 13% of that class had written goals, but they had no plans to achieve the goals. And only 3% had a written goal with a plan. And then you gave the ends of the story, Matt. The 3% that had written goals and plans ended up making 10 times, 10 times as much as the rest of the 97% of the class. So it's proven, at least with this study, you set goals, you make plans, you will achieve more. You may not end up making 10 times, but you're going to do better. Would you agree, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. There's David's talked about it and I've read some stuff. I'm going to just butcher this, but it's something about, you know, if you set goals and review them and you're constantly thinking about it, your mind's constantly trying to figure out how to accomplish that. Like even when you're sleeping. So it, I don't know all the science behind it and exactly why or how, but I do think there's, um, there's a lot of truth to, to writing things down, looking at them consistently and, and just naturally we're wired to want to accomplish those things if we keep them on the forefront of our mind. Well, to add some credence to that, Matt, Statistic Brain did a study, and their study says that people that make goals said 75% of them made it through their first week. 
That's three quarters. That's good. 71% made it past two weeks. Oh, that's fairly good. 64% of the people made it past one month. So now it's dropping off. And then less than half, 46% of the people, made it past six months sticking to their goals. Well, and that's kind of what we're going to hit today is, hey, what are your goals? What are you doing to stick with them? And then if you're not, let's make some course corrections. All right, Matt. So what, what what's one of the goals that we talked about on episode 31 people should be thinking about for 2021? Uh, well, we talked, you know, specific to finance, we talked about budgeting, creating a budget if you didn't have one or reviewing and updating it if you, you know, if you've had a budget. So Natalie, I'm sure I know for a fact you do a budget, you and your husband. So how's your budget working out this year? It's working out good. We did buy a house in in late November, so uh, glad to have an emergency fund and extra savings for that. Um, houses are expensive. <laughs> and Matt, you too bought a house late last year, right? Yeah, yeah. We. Uh, I feel like I like I said like I said on my on my goals. I don't know if I've been doing the best. Um, we we do have a budget. Um, I couldn't tell you how that went for us in January, though. So. Well, a key, the key to doing a budget, as we've talked about, is first of all, you got to do one. You got to make sure you include everything. And then at the end of the month, like the end of January, you should go back and say, okay, I plan to spend this much on, make up a uh, category, food. Well, if you plan to spend X dollars, how did you do? You got to reconcile it and then see if you made a mistake, if you're up or down, and then fix your budget for February. So, those of you out there, if you haven't done a budget, please start one. If you have, go back and reconcile it to January and then make those adjust, adjustments for February. We often see this. Matt, you know that I've taught the financial peace class for over 17 years. When people do a budget and they stick to it and they work at it, they feel like they got a raise because they know where every dollar is going. All of us would love to get a raise. Well, you've got it right there in your grasp. Just do a budget. And if you do a budget, you'll be one of in the top 10% of Americans. Most Americans do not do a budget. So if you haven't done one, please make that a, a priority for you in 2021. If you came in to visit with us and you want to do a retirement plan, we're going to ask you for your budget. Right, Matt? Yes, sir. Absolutely. It's where, where it all starts. <laughs> okay. Next one we talked about was saving. Hey, you can't save if you don't know how much you're spending. So budget is like the number one piece. And then what are you going to save? You need to pay yourself. Why is saving important? Well, maybe you need to get new windows in your house because <laughs> your house is too old. We had a person come by yesterday to give us an estimate on that. Uh, the windows probably haven't been changed in in at least a good, a good uh, 45 to 50 years. Hey, Matt, is savings important to you? Absolutely. Well, for a guy that has three small children, I think saving would be real important since, you know, you got college, you've got two little girls, you got weddings to plan for, you got a lot to save for. Okay, so savings is important. You need to make a plan. You need to have a goal of how much you want to save each paycheck, each month, each year, and track that. If you don't track it, if you aim at nothing, you'll surely hit it. One of the things we do encourage you to have in 2021 or 2020 taught us this is you need an emergency fund. And the emergency fund needs to be how much of your expenses, Natalie? An emergency fund is three to six months of your expenses. Right. Three to six months of expenses. If you get laid off, lose your job, you have a cushion between you and life. And that's part of your savings. Okay. So we talked about budgeting. We talked about savings. Here's one that folks, 
You, if you don't make a plan, you, it'll never achieve it. Getting out of debt. Is that important to either one of you, Matt or Natalie? Yeah, absolutely. I hate monthly payments on stuff. And so, um, you know, getting out of debt can, you know, if, if you have debt, making sure it's it's not bad debt, unmanageable debt, you're not getting in over your head. And so that's um, very important. And, and living in the society that we live in, you know, we're all, it's a con- consumer driven economy. We all like to spend and buy. It's very easy. You can buy almost anything on credit these days. Um, so it'd be very easy to, for, to let that get out of hand quickly if you're not on top of it. Yes, it wasn't until I was in college that I got my first credit card and quickly learned, oh, this is how this is how people accumulate debt. Look how easy this is. Now, Matt says good debt, bad debt. And Mike Frost's opinion is, I don't dislike debt. I hate debt. If, as soon as you get debt out of your life, I think you're going to love it. And for those of you that get out of debt, and you don't like it, guess what? You can always go back. There's a lot of people out there who will be happy to put you into debt. And so the way to get out of debt is a debt snowball. If that's not familiar to you, uh, you can go to our, our website. Natalie, tell them how to get to our money school. If you go to our website, mock1fg.com, you can go to the events tab and there's a tab there that says money school. That will take you right to our YouTube channel. We have a playlist of 11 episodes of everything you ever wanted to know about money, but didn't know who or where to ask. Thank you, Natalie. It's all out there. It's available to you. It shows you exactly how to do a budget. talks about savings and it does have the debt snowball kind of walk you through it. Bottom line is you list all your debts, smallest to largest. You pay off the smallest, you take whatever you're paying on it, pay it on the next one. You just keep rolling that snowball down until you're out of debt, including your home. That may take a while, but if you, again, if you aim at nothing, you'll surely hit it. So we want you to be out of debt. All right. Hey, Matt, we, our job here is to help people with their financial futures and planning for retirement. So how important is that to people? Should they just kind of wander into retirement or should they have a plan? No, absolutely need a plan to you know, retirement's just like starts at the same place that you start when you get your first job and that's creating the budget, right? If you don't know what you're spending or what you need to to spend to maintain your lifestyle as you transition to retirement, then it's going to be very difficult to know what kind of position you're in. So um, definitely need a plan. And I would say, um, you know, that's, it's even, I don't know if more important is the right way to phrase it, but when you don't have an income and you're solely relying on social security and or your savings and the idea of not having a plan in that kind of situation is, um, it can be intimidating or scary to say the least. And it could end up badly. And again, having a third party like a fiduciary financial advisor, like Matt, David, and myself here at Mach 1, we can help you lay out that plan just so you can see it. We just had a, guy, a couple in yesterday uh, they're in their mid to late fifties, never seen a financial advisor, by the way, only 17% of the people have ever met with a financial advisor. So if you do a budget, you'll be in the top 10%. If you meet with a financial advisor, you'll be in the top 17% of people in America, but they had no idea how they were going to look in retirement. And then after it was all said and done, they kicked back in the chair and they go like, you know, we're going to be okay. Yeah. And that's kind of our job here is to kind of lay things out for you, figure out where you are, what your goals are, and create that path for you. So making a plan of what your future looks like. And if things weren't didn't look good, at least they've got some time to adjust and make some adjustments and maybe save more, cut their expenses or whatever. All right, so you need a plan. All right, so you need a budget. You need to save. You need to get out of debt. You need to have a financial plan. Those are all good financial goals. 
So, but there are other goals in life too. What could some of those be? Yeah, you have uh, fitness goals, for example. This this comes to mind because just this week, I told I told Haley, my wife, on Saturday or Sunday, before we got in this week, I said, "Hey, we're going five for five. We're going to get up every morning and work out." And we're currently over four. It's on Thursday, so <laughs> this <laughs> it's. I don't know if I'm the one you need to be taking advice from, but fitness <laughs> goals, I think setting those fitness goals, maybe five for five this week was a little ambitious, but um, I did set the goal. I didn't achieve it, but we were talking about goals. You got to have a plan. He set a goal and he tracked it. <laughs> he doesn't like the results, so now he may, needs to make adjustments. I need to, yeah, I need to adjust. That's okay. very, very true. But he wouldn't know this if he hadn't set the goal to start with, right? Hey, Nada, what about family goals? What could some of those goals look like? Well, if you want to go on a vacation with your family, or maybe it's just a monthly date night with your spouse, it's something like that. Yeah. And again, again, you got to plan for those and budget for those and make it happen. All right. Uh, we'll see. How about education? You got any education goals? Yeah, I have I have some education goals to, to read, finish some courses. Um, Again, it's been a busy start to the year, so I need to, this. I think this was. I think that third child really, man. Yeah, it's, it's hard thrown on you. it's thrown me off. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think constantly reading and today with audiobooks and podcasts, I think there are many, many different ways you can educate yourself without having to necessarily sit down, read a book like you might. That may have been your only option, you know, years ago. And I know I listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks like on my drive into work and those types of things. That's a great goal, Matt. And everyone listening to this can make that a goal for the rest of the year is to listen to the Mach 1 Market Moment podcast every single week. Amen. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. And we can help you track your progress. Okay. <laughs> no, just kidding on that part. All right. And, and you may have faith goals as well. Uh, I, I personally have a faith goal is to participate in a men's Bible study. Sometime this year, Matt says we've been really busy. That's great, but that should not get in the way of us achieving our other goals. Again, plan it, track it, monitor it. What about you folks? Yeah, I've, we're currently going through, um, there's a the Bible recap. If you get on the Bible app, um, it's the Bible, Bible recap, and it's, it goes through the Bible daily. Um, chronologically. So that's something that we're doing this year. Every every morning, you know, it's like a 15, 20 minute Bible study. And so that's that's a goal we've set to go through the Bible over the course of the year in chronological order. One of my goals, I, I've started prepping for it, haven't executed it yet, is to grow a garden. And so it is it is now February. So I've been planning on what do I want to grow? Where am I going to grow it? And, and how that's all going to work. Great. So we're, we're making plans. We're setting goals, and today's podcast is about let's track those goals as well. So if you've not set any goals, I'm going to run through a quick list here of about five or six things on how you can set goals. Number one, make them highly specific goals. Natalie's got a goal of doing a garden. She's going to break that down. I'm going to do peas, corn, okra. She's going to know exactly what she's going to put in that garden. So make sure your goals are specific. Create strong enough reasons why you're doing the goal. Why is Matt going to get up at 5 a.m. in the morning and work out five days a week? There's a strong reason why he wants to do that, because he wants to be able to fit in his clothes as he gets older. Number three, develop a thorough plan. Plan it out. When am I going to do it? Where am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? Know what the plan is. Take action. It's really good to sit down, write these all out, and then put them in a drawer. That's no action. 
take action and make sure you stay with it. And then last but not least, manage and track it and adjust it as necessary. And then at the end of this year, when we're talking about goals for 2022, you can look back and like, you know what? Look what I achieved. It's that little incremental progress uh, that you'll be proud of. Okay, Natalie, I think that's just about it for today's uh, podcast. Let's do a real quick summary. We started the year off with setting goals and resolutions, and and everybody was doing it. Now, today, we did a follow-up to see if we're making progress towards those goals and plans. Make the necessary adjustments and make sure you meet or maybe even exceed your goals. Regular check-ins, especially with someone you trust, will increase your effectiveness. Hey, like Matt did with his wife there, they're holding each other accountable. They hadn't made it yet, but they're, they're, each morning they got to look up like, okay, yeah, we got to get after this. Natalie, when it comes fall and she looks in her backyard and she doesn't have that garden, her husband going to say, hey, what happened to the garden? Have someone you trust that will help you stay accountable. Okay, Natalie, tell, some, tell the listeners how they can submit a question for us here at Mach 1 Market Moment. Yes, if you go to Mach1FG.com, there is a podcast tab, and you can click on that podcast tab. There's a form you can fill out there, or you could email us at podcast at Mach1FG.com. We actually do have a question today and from a listener, and, and they, they want to ask, how is the GameStop Robinhood trading going to affect your strategies? Matt, can you take that question? Yeah, so uh, obviously a lot going on in the market lately. It's kind of it's started to subside and and level out a little bit with GameStop and AMC and a couple of these stocks that um, there was a short squeeze on. For those of you that aren't familiar, um, some large hedge funds and institutional managers had some large short positions, and then a bunch of retail investors kind of got together um, and tried to bully them out of those positions and, and just kept buying the stock and call options on those given stocks. And the, you know, that those stocks went up in value uh, drastically. So um, how is that going to affect our strategies? In my opinion, it's, I mean, it's not, will there be things that change, you know, from a regulatory standpoint on retail investors and potentially, I wouldn't be surprised if the SEC tried to crack down or something came to fruition there, but that's not going to affect how we, do things in our strategies um, here here at Mach 1 at all. I mean, this isn't, just so everyone, this felt very unique, the GameStop and AMC, because it hasn't happened in a while, and this was very public. Um, but this has happened many, many times in the past. You go back, and there have been, there have been short squeezes that have gotten um, kind of out of hand um, over the years. This, this seems to be a little more extreme, but... For us here, it's not going to change, you know, how we do things and our strategies and how they perform. Yeah, we don't get caught up in the flavor of the day. We have strategies that have long-term plans, and we stick with those strategies. We adjust as necessary, but we don't get involved in those uh, flavor of the day things is what I would call. Thank you, Matt, for that answer. And thank you, listeners, for those questions. And we'd love any other questions. And by the way, on Podcast 35 last week, we had a long discussion about GameStop. You want to pull that podcast up and take a listen to that? You'll hear more on what we had to say about that. Well, Natalie, thank you again for all you do to make this show come off and make us all sound good. And you do make us look good on this podcast. So thank you for a job well done. We'd like to end with a thought of the day. And this is from Abe Lincoln. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Abe Lincoln. Okay, that's it for today. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. 
And we look forward to you joining us next time on the Mach 1 Market Moment. Mach 1 Financial Group, Inc. Mach 1 is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular skill level or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment advice. Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, please visit www.mach-1financial.com disclosures.